0: the gospel according to Luke. And some men brought on a stretcher, a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence, but not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd. They went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the tiles into the middle in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, as for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to ask themselves, who is this who speaks blasphemous? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, what are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on and went home glorifying God. The Gospel of today is teaching us two things. The first one, is that Jesus is God. And the second one is that Jesus is God because He can forgive sins and His desire is to forgive sins. Why? Why do we say so? Because if Jesus is only a man, He cannot forgive sins. And if Jesus is only a man, he cannot heal a paralyzed person. But because he is actually able to heal this person, he can demonstrate through this miracle the main message that he is God. And so this gospel is also showing us that the goal of miracles is not to have a better world and to fix every problem in the world, but the goal of miracles is to show what is most important, that Jesus is God and that God wants to forgive sins. Besides this, the Gospel is also showing us a very beautiful act of mercy. The friends of the paralyzed man are doing everything they can to bring their friend to Jesus. And after Jesus forgives and heals the paralyzed man, this man goes out glorifying God. Okay, Uh, sometimes we think we are not the right person to tell people they are sick and they need healing. But especially we are not the right people to go around telling others you are a sinner, you need forgiveness. And that's very interesting because we are all sinners, we all need forgiveness, but we perceive that sentence as an offense, and so we avoid to invite people to come to confession with us to receive the mercy of God. We always think we are not the right person to invite somebody else with us to receive forgiveness through the sacrament. But I want to tell you a story that... uh, uh, as an experience that I had while doing campus ministry. As many of you know, we apostles of the interior life are ministering with students, and um, we do evangelization with them, we talk with them and help give information. And uh, one day I remember very vividly a girl, a young woman, Marianne, who came uh, to talk and uh, she was uh, excited to tell me her story. And uh, she said, you know, I was uh, doing very ugly things. My life was a disaster. When I was younger, I committed so many sins and uh, I was very much in despair. Uh, There was nothing else left for me in this life. And she said that uh, at this point, she didn't know what to do. She tried with uh, doctors, psychologists, distractions, amusement, and all sorts of addictions and everything else to overcome the situation of despair. And nothing worked. At that point, she had a friend whose name was Peter. And Peter, after hearing her story, told her, Marianne, you are in such desperation. You tried everything and nothing worked to fix your life. Why don't you try to go to confession? And Marianne said, Peter, look, (laughs) you really don't understand. I do not believe in God. I will never go to confession. And Peter, like those men who brought the paralyzed man to Jesus went on and said Marianne, look, you tried everything, you have nothing to lose why don't you even try confession you tried everything else at the most, things stay as they are and nothing changes but I don't think it will hurt you and so Marianne, understanding that Peter did that out of friendship, with a lot of courage and out of love, decided to go to confession and She entered the confessional, stayed inside for a while, and when she came out, she was jumping for joy everywhere because she was going around telling aloud, literally telling aloud, Look, I went to confession, and I thought I would find the wrath of God against me. Instead, do you know what I found? Mercy, mercy, mercy. And she was so excited and she went out glorifying God all over campus. So much so that during that one week, she managed to bring three friends of hers, three friends who didn't believe in God, to Mass. And so in one week... She did an evangelization that I don't think many of us did in all of our life, of Christian life, of Catholic life. And so she brought three friends to Mass. And we went to her, like, saying, Marianne, this is great, Uh, look at this, how many conversions, this is so exciting. But she was not happy yet about it. She said, look, yes, that's true, they came to Mass, the best is still to come. They didn't go to confession yet. We need to continue to invite them and pray for them because the best thing is to know that your sins are forgiven. And so this is the invitation from this Gospel and from the story of Mary Anne and Peter for us also. Maybe we are the paralyzed man and we can just need the mercy of God. For sure we do. And For sure, we also know other friends who are in desperate need of the mercy of God. And so why not? Why cannot be me the one who is inviting somebody else to the mercy of God? And so with this, we continue this journey of Advent in uh, the way that the Gospel is showing us, inviting and bringing friends to the mercy of God.